Good morning, guys. My voice is starting to come back, so I thought I'd do a podcast. Um, I may be a little croaky, but bear with me. I'm going to be talking about sickness and dyslexia. Let's get into it. Okay, so let's dive in. So we're in the... What I find a lot for me personally is I get... If I'm ever going to get ill, it's going to be around the change in seasons from winter to spring, spring... Usually winter to spring or uh, autumn to winter. Those changes in temperatures just seem to completely confuse my body. Um, So this last week I've had laryngitis, which if you've ever had it, you know, I've been quite lucky. It hasn't made me generally sick, but it has definitely thrown me off course. And when you lose your voice, it's like, whoa, it's weird. And with with a sore throat, you just feel like um, hiding in bed. And what it got me thinking about is, is how has this week transpired with this happening? Because I'm usually, very rarely I'm ever sick this long. I'm, I'm quite lucky in the fact that, I, you know, I'll usually have it for a day or two and it clears pretty quickly. But for having it nearly a week, it has completely thrown me. And some of the things that I think, you know, and, I'm, and I'd love to hear your thoughts in the group, is around how it can actually uh, make you disorientate more. You get stuck in your head more, you start overthinking things, you know, your frequency or your energy is really low. Um, I found myself getting angry um, at stupid stuff that was happening in my head. I got frustrated. It was like, you know, when, when you're sick, you feel out of control and you just can't handle it. And I found myself going off in my head into stories again, which have actually stopped, uh, have actually slowed down a lot recently. But I couldn't stop it. Um, you know, that it used to run off and my, my brain would just completely go haywire. And it was like, you know, I had to continue to remind myself to settle down and, and remind myself that it was going to pass. And I think it's really important if you are scared to get sick is realize it's, it's only a temporary thing. And you're going to have these ups and downs, but to stay the course, you know, I just, to be honest, I, I really just felt like curling up in bed for a big chunk of it. You know, I just didn't want to, not because I physically couldn't do anything, but it just completely throws you backwards. I've made a lot of cool progress in a bunch of places in my life around my health and and, and some of the work stuff I'm doing. But when you're sick, it's like, your body just goes back into survival mode and it picks up all of those little survival tricks it used to use to try and keep you, uh, your mind kind of um, away from feeling ill. I, I think it was really, it's it's kind of, it kind of broke me a bit, you know, and, you know, I managed to get one podcast out on Monday, which was quite a sad one, but, it, um, and thank you to Vanessa for throwing one out while I was away. But I guess, you know, what I would say is that if anyone else feels like that, when you're sick, you kind of feel like you've gone off the rails. Your mind goes everywhere. You get much more reactionary. We we did a great video on YouTube about overreacting in situations of focus when someone breaks your focus. It's a great video on YouTube, a little cartoon, and it really it, it was happening more and more to me. You know, you know, the, being being ill, it's like um, your kind of executive function, something that can be challenged with ADHD and I wonder if a bit with dyslexia as well, um, you kind of can't, your executive function is so focused on trying to fix you or keep you going that you lose a lot of conscious control. That's what I found. And I could be conscious 
after the event, maybe sometimes two or three hours after, I was a bit more conscious about what I was doing and how it wasn't actually helping or looking after me or in my best actual interest. But I could also see consciously I was my body was just in survival mode. It's not in it doesn't feel like it's in new learning mode. It doesn't feel like it's in growth mode. It doesn't feel like it's in uh, steer the ship to the future mode. It's in survive with any technique you have in your toolbox. And usually those toolbox tools are not always the healthiest. But what I was really proud of is that I, I've um, I've been sober for two weeks. I made a call that it wasn't actually helping me. Um, and I was finding that I just don't have that ability to drink on a Friday, have two beers, maybe drink on a on a, a work event on a Wednesday, have one beer. I just don't have that ability. I'm an all or nothing kind of person in that respect. So I've um, been really proud that even when I was sick, I didn't fall backwards into that. I'm also, um, you know, another thing I'm quite proud of, even though I didn't really stick to it, is I'm starting completely, shall we say, is I'm starting to move more towards a vegetarian vegan diet. And that's just a personal choice. I'm not suggesting that for everybody. Um, I watched the Game Changers uh, movie, and I've watched a few of these over the years, but that one was really remarkable. It's on Netflix at the moment. It's, it's about um, the meat versus vegan thing, and it's just really well put together. Um, and so one of the things I have learned with ADHD and dyslexia is, you know, the nutrition that you're feeding yourself, um, really can affect your brain function. Um, and how, if your body is taking so much energy in the digestive, uh, tract, it can take some of that energy away from your brain is what I've been uh, doing some research on. So I'm going to give this a try. You know, I'm really going to commit to it. I've I've, I've probably been 80% vegetarian for a long time, um, but I'm going to go full vegetarian and then I'm going to go vegan. So I've just made a commitment to myself. It's something I enjoy. It allows me to be creative with food again um, and find some meals that are good and that I can repeatedly have. So it's something I'm really working on and hopefully it'll help me not get sick again, which is really, you know, or not get sick as often, shall we say. Not, not that it is something that commonly occurs. But what I really want to, as I say, just to finish this off, I know this is a bit of a ramble, but I wanted to get this out there, is if you do get a cold, if you do get sick, what can you do to have a better chance of surviving? Surviving it. <laughs> so one thing I, I was doing for a while was meditating, and that was really helping. But I found that broke off. Um, the sicker I got, the worse my throat is. It's very, very hard to stay conscious when you're meditating, when your throat is throbbing. Um, so what I found is that just didn't work really for me. But what I did find that worked is I could actually put on meditation music while I was doing other things in my day, which actually I did find really helpful. And I would listen to it for 45 minutes. Even if I was playing video games, I put it on for 45 minutes. Um, so I was still getting an hour and a half of that in a day, but just in a different format. Wherever possible, I could close my eyes if I had a moment of reprieval, reprieve, God, a moment where I didn't feel as bad. I could actually uh, maybe take a minute just to be conscious, just to keep myself going because it's so easy just to completely change or shut off when you're sick. I, I saw myself do it for hours on end. Um, I was more agitated. I could see myself just getting angry. And so I would... I would actually have to retract and be a little conscious and then quickly either apologize if I was being grumpy or 
um, to be honest, not do things, not, not do meetings and stuff like that wherever possible if I was in that space. Um, and I think also, if you've heard us talk about disorientation, when you go into your mind or, um, or you go and do something where you hyper-focus on all the time, uh, where you're actually just not conscious at all, that happens a lot more. So you just got to be a bit aware because in that time, I don't actually think your body is really healing. It doesn't feel like it. Um, I sometimes have to force myself to stay in bed longer because I don't sl- I don't sleep. I'm not a ten hour ten hour sleeper, um, and I, f- I really struggle to sometimes. But I'd actually turn my alarm off to try and get an extra hour or so in bed if possible, or I'd try and go to bed earlier where possible. Again, it's um it's a challenge, but making sure I was getting at least I, I find personally nine hours in bed. I'll be asleep for that for about seven to seven and a half. Um, usually, it's usually getting to sleep where I struggle, especially when I'm sick. When your throat is throbbing, it, it's a lot more challenging. So there's just a few thoughts, but but you know what I would say is just try and be conscious. If you do get sick over this period of the change of seasons, do just try and be conscious of what's happening in your head and watch how you think your dyslexia or ADHD is affecting you. Just be conscious of it. The more you are conscious of it, the less power it has and the more you can accept or forgive yourself if you are a bit grumpy or you're a bit off and you can say, wow, that was not me. That was a reaction um, with the way my brain is working at the moment. So, you know, most people will accept an apology if you're if you're honest about it and you're truly conscious of it. A good apology is a conscious apology, not a forced one. So, um, yeah, just a few tips from my week of being sick as a dog.